everybody, and welcome to The Beacons Are Lit, a Lord of the Rings podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I am joined by Stacey Lyons. Hey. Matt Garen. What's up? And Kelly Conrad. Howdy doody, folks. Yes, the Fellowship has rejoined <laughs> once again to discuss the Rings of Power for the final time covering an original episode, at least for two years when it comes back. This one covering Season 1, Episode 8, the finale of Season 1, titled Alloyed. All right. Yes, and they're already shaking their heads. <laughs> but before we get to those first impressions, which visually I just got, I can see they didn't like it. Uh, but we shall discuss it in any case. We have been lighting the beacons. We've been sending the ravens, asking for emails, people to let us know that they are out there and they are listening and they enjoy what we do. And barely anyone has. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there we persevere. Been... We push through. We will be heard. Yeah. Yeah. It is, a, it is a waiting game. It's a long game. And we will catch on. Uh, so we've been letting people know that if they do this, they will win a Lord of the Rings related shirt. And the shirt that we picked was the one that was um, promoted by all four of the main hobbits. Um, and that is the, the one showing the different ears of middle of middle earth. Um, and we have a winner. I hope of it's the, me. Of the, the two or so, two people that I remembered. Um, and it was a 50, 50 chance. And Emily, <laughs> good odds. R, Emily R the one who's, who's, rated and reviewed on Spotify, uh, and then also emailed us a couple times, has been uh, been granted that shirt. <gasps> Congratulations, Julie. Congratulations, Emily R. And to you, Emily R. We give the Hobbit Ear shirt. May it be a covering to you in all weathers. All right. In all other weathers go out. <laughs> Yeah, but our other clothes are dirty. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, thank you, Emily. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for, for listening, because we know there are more people. I see the yeah. download numbers. I don't check them often, but I know that it does tick up. So there are people listening. Whether or not they repeat listening is another matter. And know uh, that we like you, too, because I listen do. to many podcasts, and never once have I commented, called, left a review. I get it. I understand. But, um, you know, help us out every now and then when we only get <laughs> reviews. So It's yeah. true. I always am like, they don't want to hear from me. They're fine. And now I'm doing it. And I'm like, could use a friend right now. <laughs> yeah. So, Emily R., we already have your, your email. So, reply back and give me an address to which I can send this gift. Thank you once again. So, first impressions of Season 1, Episode 8, Alloyed. I'm going to go first um, because I've seen all your head shakes. Uh, I that really. Like yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know if I shook my head actually. Everyone shook heads. I, um, I definitely I, shook my head, but that was to be fair. The first time I heard the finale title. Yeah. I which forgot. Is a stupid <laughs> fucking name for a title. I, yeah. Hey, first impressions. Uh, I, overall, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, I think that, it definitely sets things up for a season two. Um, it does make the whole season up to this point feel very table setting. Um, I felt like even with this episode, they needed four more episodes 
in this first season for me to truly enjoy and explore uh, and expand on different characters. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed the episode, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in this episode and the uh, the wrap-up when we're talking about the season as a whole. Kelly, where are you at? Uh, hmm, kind of like with the r- most of this season. Eh? Like 50-50. Um, I, I'm, har- I'm having a hard time finding a word to describe it, but I'm just going to use cool for now. It was cool to finally get some answers, I think. Um, still a little murky in some regards, but it, it was, that felt like a sense of relief. Um, I thought that because there was so much that this episode needed to cover, the pacing was decent. And I was just, I was pretty interested in it I guess you could say um but again like a lot of the other episodes just very very questionable I I find myself being having a lot of questions and just feeling very conflicted and confused um and um I really I did firmly dislike the Fiona Apple song I thought that was pretty um awkward i yeah i guess i um i I guess i was expecting what was that matt like spotify is playing (laughs) it sounds like you're singing a church hymn of sorts it was it was churchy i just i was expecting an original song not like the most famous text from the book I just feel like not all verse. Something nice and poppy. Something Truly anything, to. anything that wasn't that. It, give, it just, give it to Carly Rae Jepsen is all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> yeah. it would have been so much better. <laughs> she would have done something with it. Um, but yes, I don't want to take up too much time with first impressions, but that's that's where mine lie. Mine lie. Mine lie. Me? Uh, Mike, you know, I told you, I, I just finished this for the first time. Like just yeah, it's coming in hot. I'm still oh. processing it. I'm, I, I don't know. I might have hated it. I might have liked some of it. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna find out as we talk through this because there, I have a lot of confused feelings. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. You might not your... want. You might not want mine because I've been talking the whole um, season about how I actually was a Harbrand in his own right fan, and mm. the second he was revealed on Sauron, I was gonna have some things to say. So, I've got some things to say. Um, I also agree that I hated the Fiona Apple song and I felt like this episode, I think I liked it while I was watching it. And now that it's been like two weeks or however long it's been, I'm, I, I like it a lot less. Like time has not been a friend for me to this episode. I just felt like it kind of mirrored the season where I felt like it really struggled with a lack of pacing. Like we finally got a lot of interesting things crammed into one episode we got like the rings of power for four minutes where we got Galadriel's quest on a boat for 90 minutes. We had a 12 minute goodbye for Nori. Like she's coming back. Sweet Lord. It was just really, there were times where I was like, this is actually hard to watch because I'm getting in and out of some of these scenes. I I don't know. So I have, I have some thoughts on it, but I, I think if we had podcasted a week ago, I would have been kinder. 
Yeah. Uh, and to that point, apologies to our many, many listeners uh, that we are a week late with this. Um, I'm not going to make up an excuse. I didn't want to do it that day. <laughs> I didn't want to do it that day. Uh, I had a bad day. Um, yeah, so we are we are here now discussing, and unfortunately for uh, the rings of power, that means that time has taken its toll on some uh, opinions. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I agree with a lot of what's been what's been said here. Um, it was kind of met at times. Some things did go on too long here and there. It was nice to get some answers uh, to some things, while at the same time leaving things open to like starting with the the hardfoots here um i was saying so first of all halbrand sauron new done okay that's that's now fact he is he is sauron they were building up to it um fairly clearly to a lot of people uh for the entirety of the season uh whereas i was in the boat like now nah, i think your dark horse candidate is going to be the stranger um and it seems like they were kind of trying to make that a uh, a fake out which they which they did um literally made it a fake out within this within this episode uh where they're uh we come to serve you lord sauron uh and yeah yeah um so yeah that was the cold uh, open right yeah that was the cold open i was like yeah. i was like huh my initial reaction was like huh Wow. Okay. You know what? It's I'm wrong a lot. Sometimes it's fun to be wrong. I'm like, I was really calling this to be Gandalf. I was like, everybody, we should just say he's Gandalf the first episode. Yeah. Remember when we were and, like, can we just call him Gandalf? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. And then as the like opening credits kept going on, I was like thinking about like, okay, the implications of all that. I was like, yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. No. I think this that it, I would have been a hundred percent on clearly. I would have been a hundred percent on board with them making this character Sauron for the reasons that I kind of um, uh, theorized is that it's his return to earth. It's been a very, very long time. He's forgetting who he is. Uh, and they kind of played a lot of that stuff out yeah. as I talked about it, which I thought was cool. Um, but not in the way that I thought it was. Um uh, so to make it just Halbrand, uh, and in the way that they did it too, like they all they did have all the things there. Like they were fairly patient and fairly kind of slow with the little things that hints at things. But then they got into this episode, and I'm already skipping ahead to the other thing. Um, but he gets there, he's already up and moving around, and he's like yeah. you know, rubbing his hands together, like oh, he's so show, into the room. show me like, your Galadriel oh, yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. these the elves are like peeling off like a fake spirit halloween wound from his belly and they're like i this is beyond <laughs> elvish medicine i don't know what this is yeah are you licking your blood <laughs> yeah it's corn syrup um yeah so the the fake out here and then kind of training training him like to think for a minute i was like why how would they mistake him and then I, of course they're the same species they're both Maiar, uh sauron and um and gandalf um or the, the wizards i should say um and i guess they leave they have a similar energy uh and that's what these um the sauronets were following uh this this throughout this time is they're just following the energy they like, <laughs> it was like we don't know what he looks like 
<laughs> we just know his smell. <laughs> we just know his scent. Yeah. So going off of vibes. Yeah. Can we get a photo with a guy? No. <laughs> you three, you just go find him. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, and that was most of this storyline, is them training him, them the Harfoots going to find him, getting into trouble, him then saving them. Um, a couple fairly clear, direct uh, references to Gandalf um, from with the uh, the shadow line there from shadow you came and you know yeah. from shadow you will return kind of thing so kind of pulling changing some um, Balrog lines uh, and there was also oh the nose when in doubt mm-hmm. always follow your nose so there and the classic was, the classic Gandalf line I am good I am good <laughs> yeah I am not I yeah. think I I think I audibly booed at that line. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I felt the way about and that line that Kelly felt about the screen. The way Kelly felt about Southland turning into Mordor is how I think I felt about that yeah, line. <laughs> Mordor. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was super weird that they go through those motions and it's still at the end of the season. They're not prepared to say which wizard this is, if not Gandalf. They, it's definitely Gandalf. Yeah. It's definitely Gandalf. Why not say it then? They did with the nose line. Uh, yeah, it. I guess it's like not his name yet, you know? He goes by so many names. And so it, ex- it does facing. explain, yeah, it does explain why Gandalf has such a fondness for the hobbits, where none oh, of the others sure. do. It explains why Sauron doesn't really know about the hobbits. I mean, if that was truly Sauron in Lord of the Rings, he would have been more aware that the hobbits existed. Like, Yeah. So I... A hundred percent agree that this is most likely Gandalf. What I don't understand is why you would be so clever about this being Gandalf by dropping those lines and those moments and not specifically saying like Mithrandir or uh, any of the, his other other names in some way, shape, or form. Whereas we go back to Southlands. <laughs> like and be so explicit with something like that yeah i don't know either mike i don't know either why it's the show is so inconsistent there's really bad points there's no true uh artistic direction in this in this series uh everybody's kind of just making decisions haphazardly yeah yeah and they also shouldn't have had that text on the screen and then it would have been as equally as enigmatic i guess but no Honestly, though, they should have done the text on the, sc- the screen, and then when Gandalf is re- revealed to be uh, Gandalf, it should have shown up in the lower third. The stranger, and, the like, stranger, <laughs> fade out. Gandalf. Uh, and when, and when Hallbrand okay. reveals himself to go by many names, just pop up Hallbrand. <laughs> Consistent direction is what we need. <laughs> that actually might have been more forgivable. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I would have loved like, it. I would have been yeah. like, this show is batshit. I hate it, but I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just so it's... inconsistent with the information that they choose to reveal and the information that they choose to withhold. Yeah. Is like, I think just more times than not a miss versus a hit. And yeah, why like, are they I... talking about any kind of name for him? Like, as uh, as his friends, like, what are we going to call you? Like none of those, nothing. That well, I, that I guess I've the, 
Nori goes like they called you Istar. Is that like your name? In like this one, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess you could uh, call me wizard. Yeah. And yeah. in your tongue, it means wise one. It's also, wizard. Yeah. Also, he speaks so well and so much like Gandalf. Suddenly, so at the end of the episode, right? I yeah. said that, that too. I was that fight with the three bad people, and then after that, he's like well read, speaking, well spoken. Yeah. <laughs> that I feel like was in the make him remember uh, sort of sort of moment, uh, and it was just oh, kind okay. of resetting, like what was going on up here um and just kind of unscrambling because he was clearly like didn't know what who what anything that was really going on didn't know how to use his powers didn't know how to really do anything um and it was just kind of like a hard reset on his on his brain yeah. that makes sense uh, so yeah they held to, down mm, the uh the power button the volume down button mm-hmm. got, him, they restarted. They got him cooking mm-hmm. yeah unplugged him plugged him back in blew in the cartridge yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and now he's going to Rune, Rune, um, which is where the baddies wanted him to go in the first place. They yeah. wanted to take him there where he needed to learn to use his, use his powers. Um, so he did some, this was, the fight was pretty cool, I thought. And the way that they did the otherworldly, almost Nazgul uh, sort of sort of stuff, I thought that was cool. Um, uh, the way that they just turned in butterflies and drifted and drift away, uh, I thought was... Uh, Pretty, it was cool, but do you think those were butterflies or do you think they were moths? I moths. thought they were moths because it's like Gandalf moths. talks to moths. Yeah, that's right. He talks to moths and they looked fuzzier than butterflies. Okay, um, I just want to get the representation moths. on these bugs. <laughs> yes, uh, moths. I thought it was uh, thought it was cool. Um, yeah. definitely was- reminiscent of the Saruman fight with the uh, yeah, um. The floating the staff. staffs and the floating around and getting spun around and flying into walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was fine. What? Again, like I said before, like it's tough when the enemy is so powerful. Like I get we're just kind of highlighting how powerful Gandalf is, but like there's just no way four Harfoots would have survived that long against these people. And I get like that they did and that's fine. I just, they were just so strong, you know, mm-hmm. like they could have done anything. But yeah, it was cool and i just love gandalf. Rock. Yeah, i love watching gandalf do his thing so can't be mad at seeing it start here yeah they were they were tossing those rocks like Merry and pippin mm-hmm. um it was working for them uh the thing Sa- I Sadik got a little oh uh, yeah sad a little stabby like stabby yeah. Yeah. Stab. more like stabic <laughs> stabic sad sack um yeah the what i found surprising is that the wizard staff worked for anyone like I, like right. one of the first spells I would cast is like fingerprint ID or something like that. It only works. It only works for me. Yeah, might avoid some of those. Technology. They could have done a little scene that's like type in your name and have him type like new friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Saruman. There we go. Saruman doubles up. He goes double staffs. You know, so yeah. staffs can work for anybody. Anybody. And, someone yeah. remind me in Harry Potter were wands transferable. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't work as well. Uh, you could use another another wand, but they wouldn't obey you because those wands were specifically picked for people. And sometimes, the wand picks you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I wonder if that's a little how the staffs are. Maybe it's not like as maybe that staff was meant for Gandalf, so it was more powerful for him than it was for the cults. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
kind of sucks that he transitive property in here that his spell worked on the staff itself too it's like once one use and it's done because that also drifted away oh did it mm-hmm. cool. gotta get himself a new staff Yo, yeah when he was just standing there waiting for so long <laughs> Forever for Nori to say their goodbyes. We did like three cutbacks to him just standing mm-hmm. by the tree. Uh, I thought that was very funny and very much <laughs> undercut like the emotional buy-in they were trying to get with Nori's goodbye. Yeah, I was I like, was... he doesn't know she's coming. He might just yeah. leave. You know, like what if he just walks away? <laughs> I was very surprised at how annoyed I got at that goodbye. That was like one of the most painful goodbyes yeah. i'm like bitch go i mean how I, many, i'm not sure episode, i care to see this what episode number was this eight eight eight, eight. and let's say that's a third of the episode because it felt like it so 0.33 times eight so that was like a solid percentage of the show <laughs> that was like almost five percent of the you show did, you did the math to come up with a solid percentage <laughs> I started i started multiplying and then i realized i have no idea how percentages you know, work you can't be bothered to do math right now we're not i, have, I don't know math but it what felt, it felt math, like okay i feel like that was five percent of the show it felt like five percent of the show goodbye yeah at least five, oh, yeah. five. It, was, it was a lot i it uh, it didn't earn it at all. Like it just uh, for as much time as we maybe have spent with these Harfoots, and maybe it's just the fact that I'm seeing it with week breaks in between and two week breaks in between sometimes. But like the emotional connection did not land. I'm like I'm like I like them as friends, but this this moment is not hitting at all. Well, it's also inconsistent because it's like wait a minute, are her parents really just suddenly cool with her? venturing off into the unknown with this stranger after seeing what they saw and like their hard very strict code of conduct it's like consistency people she's a child right like she's i don't know she's like like, yeah like a young like 60 60 yeah so like I did did get emotional when she was saying goodbye to her dad. Like I couldn't help but like well up, but then like she said goodbye to everyone and I stopped (laughs) feeling emotional. Like it started fine and then it continued and got real bad. And I thought Poppy was going to change her mind and go like a Samwise kind of moment. And then she stayed and I was like, well, then why did we get several goodbyes with Poppy if she's not going to go? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, and I promise you, I'm not saying this just to play the other side here, um, because I do think that this definitely went on too long. Um, But I do think, I do feel that it was, these goodbyes were earned. Um, They did hit with with me. I did kind of like get a little emotional with um, uh, the goodbye with her her dad and, and her mom and um, Poppy coming uh, to finally say good, say goodbye. Um, but I do feel that it did drag on. And I thought that the moment with the, uh, the moments with the stranger and cutting back to him, not knowing if she's coming and still waiting there, like, well, maybe if I stand here long enough, <laughs> somebody will come with me because I'm skilled. <laughs> I'm skilled. Can we also, we haven't brought up 
the weird handshake that we never we've never seen i think nori yeah does like this handshake with her i think it's with her dad did we ever see that before had we established that that was something they did new to me but i was maybe something yeah maybe in like the first episode but we definitely didn't see it and so i was just like what is that i didn't see it in this episode (laughs) it reminded me of the handshake on community you know with um Danny Pudi and Donald Glover. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I like thought that was so dumb. I didn't mind it. I just, if they're going to use it, use it throughout the show. Well, that's why it's dumb to me. It's like, oh, we're suddenly introducing this new element that we've never seen before. And I'm supposed to feel some sort of way about it. They could have just in the bottom of the screen while this was happening. New handshake. Hello, and then faded out and wrote <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I would love use of the text fade. I'm here for that. Either yeah. give us all or none. Yeah. All right. So Sadik bit the dust, got his last look at a sunrise. Uh, and now they have their new leader um, who can't read a map. So that's great. Um, yeah, but it looked like it looked like Poppy was uh, angling, looking a little happy at that suggestion that she lead them. Um, so that looks like where maybe things are going and are we gonna follow them now that nori's not there is my question i don't like i kind of i doubt it it felt like that was our goodbye to the harfords too they're gonna come back and like see me back yeah Yeah. they'll be back for sure but i don't know that they should (laughs) why i don't see any reason at this point I hope her weird pigtail dreads don't come back i found them distracting (laughs) (laughs) oh in front of nori's face uh, the on on besetting her neck, just two oh, poppies, dreads, poppies. Yeah. Yeah, oh, poppies. Um, and headed I to hope, Rune. I hope the they're street. longer. I might be one of the other. Headed to Rune are the stranger and Nori, uh, where he's going, I guess, to train and find out a little bit more about. He's going to find out what his name is. I'm, I'm guessing that's what, you know, where he's going to have that cheers moment. He's going to walk into Rune and everybody goes, Dad, no! <laughs> hey, yeah. That's what been. they used to call me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gandalf. I am Gandalf the Stranger. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anything more on the, the Harfoots? We could definitely bring up some more things when um, we're talking about other stuff or in Winners and Losers. Um, so we'll move ahead to the, let's go to Numenor. Uh, Numenor. Stop off. Tomb for the, the King, uh, Farazan. That's his name, right? Sure. King is the King. Yeah. Uh, the Farazan was, oh, the King's hand. Yeah. The merchant. Is that oh, the, the one beard with, and eyebrows? Yeah. Yeah, right. the one with like the very bouffant hairstyle and Ke- Kevin's dad. Ke- yeah. Oh, right. Kevin's Kevin, dad. Kevin's dad. <laughs> Who's that bouffant looking bitch? What's his name? Farazan. <laughs> Farazan. Yeah. So he, he has a fresh blow dry every episode. <laughs> he is trying to. He's in hair and makeup at 5 a.m. <laughs> really? <laughs> he, the, the king is near death. Uh, and he is tasking arts people uh, to draw the king, capture his visage, as he's saying. 
um and we're going to build him a we're going to build a tomb for the king that's real big and it's probably a problem and we're going to fly the black flag yeah <laughs> and uh when he Arion dies is one of the people that is chosen to do this is this the first um, time we've found out what her skill was yeah, yeah i think so they kept saying like i got into the guild she's in the guild she's an apprentice in the guild and i had i draw. thought she was like an architect or like a builder no she can draw she's an artist she's a yeah. drawer she's a drawer and she likes to do drawings. drawing <laughs> my name is arian <laughs> and i like to do drawings <laughs> Yeah. When, uh, did we set my my question is did we ever set up that Farazan gave a shit about getting the king's portrait done? Because that that or was that just like we're gonna do this now? When... This is the arts episode, Matt. Every episode has a theme, and this one is creation. This seems like a thing that would have been done earlier on in his career because they weren't drawing him as he is; they were drawing him no. as <laughs> we want to capture him on his deathbed. That's how we <laughs> literally. Bothering this dying man by being like, could you just like a little into the light? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like 10 people there, and are like, each of you gets an hour. So just sit there next to this dying king. Um, <laughs> and he's just sleeping. Like, how are you going to do this? He's this dying. is not a good ask. Yeah. It's terrible. Maybe get a nurse by his side, not an artist. <laughs> terrible. Uh, so, yeah. Art gotta, heals, Mike. If I'm ever on me. my deathbed and one of you starts trying to fucking draw me, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, I'm gonna just I'll be die upset. out of spite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just Photoshop an old photo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You look like that. death. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, including Arian, she's in there. Uh, she's sitting there trying to draw him, looking pretty good. Yeah, for, she's not bad. Know, yeah, for, I think it's pretty good visage. Yeah. Uh, as far as as far as visages go, and uh, the king grabs her and uh, talks about like you got you got to check this out. <laughs> you gotta see what I've been looking at. Made me fucking nuts. Uh, so she goes, she goes there, uh, and she goes to this his little museum, and uh, the plant here is there, and we see it in its in its cloak, and then it cuts away, and we never see her again. Yeah, no, the it's never we, addressed again. Uh, We're gonna see it again in two years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, my. My problem with the scene is she screams for help for the dying king of Numenor, mm -hmm. and not a soul comes. Nobody comes. Nobody comes. There's Nobody no reason comes. that a nurse shouldn't have been in that room. No. Or a like, security guard I, immediately like, outside it. Drawing a portrait. Yeah. There could be any number of people doing, looking out for the well-being of the king. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And he uh, says that he, I look too long, and it fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. Busted my brain, bro. Dude, you want to touch that palantir, dude, but you only want to do like a recreational dose, okay? You don't want to go too high, too fast, dude. I know, I know a guy. It's respect me. the palantir, guys. Yeah, yeah. You just want to like uh, give it a little, you know, a little power button kind of press. Not yeah. a, not a long press, more just a, a push button kind of thing. You're you're gonna get a whole vision. You want to yeah, go so slight. Like Tap. lighter than you'd expect because it only takes a little bit to take you a long way. And like, give it a second. Don't think that it's not kicking in. It's gonna kick in. <laughs> it's gonna kick. Be patient. Yeah, could be a delayed hit. Uh, yeah, and then we have the queen and Elendil uh, below deck, and she's learning the steps. 
counting counting steps and he's helping Literally. her out. Yeah. They and are trauma bonding in this scene. Yeah. Uh <laughs> she says, Hey, I know you've been through you've been through it. And if you want, you can take a leave of absence. I would totally understand. He more or less says in a lot of words, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> he said and she said, Okay, why? <laughs> well, because Elendio does not simply just mean um one who loves the stars. Call back to a previous episode where she calls him out and says that it also means friend of elves. So he could have, he was saying, like, I could have not brought her on a boat. I could have not taken her to Numenor. I could have not followed her to Middle Earth. But I did all that because my name also means friend of the elves. And they're talking about the, um, the fate, the old, the old ways. And that's what they're one of the other things, in addition to the trauma, is that they are bonding over because they are followers of the uh, the old Numenorian ways, which was close to the elves. I forgot uh, what the rest of it meant. I wish they reminded me. But, same. Uh, I like that. I like it. I still like it. And I still like that guy. I'm just like, love Elendil. Probably yeah, he, one of my number ones on this whole I, show. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I like that they didn't spell it out and trusted the audience to remember or be like, okay, well, I wish they had written lover of stars at the bottom (laughs) and faded into friend of elves. And then I would have caught on faster. Because again, the, the consistency Consistency. which they trust in their audience is wild. I knew that I needed to remember what it was and I didn't remember it, but it still didn't really take away from the scene for me. I understood the gist of what he was saying, like, and you know, we have to pay a price and see what happens later is going to be for the good of all of our people, even if it's like a personal cost. I got that whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like the ship, which is that... very Frodo esque, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I really like that exchange. though. yeah, I like the the themes that played out in that one. Um, this was one of the highlights of the episode for me. I yeah. Guess. yeah. Uh, the ship that they are in pulls back into port in Numenor, and there are now a lot more ships. There are now a lot more ships, which leads me to believe that uh, Aarian did look into that plant here and saw the destruction of Numenor, and Farazan was like, oh shit, we gotta build a whole bunch of ships. We're oh, I thought flooded. it was just because the king was dead, and they were like, we gotta come back and have a funeral. That's uh, what I thought. Same. I don't get that. Because he said, when the king dies, we're going to hang the black flag. They pull into the harbor, and she's like, what do you see? Why are you done talking? And he looks up, and it's all the black flags, and now he has to tell her that her father's dead. So I just figured they all came home because the king died, and they all had to fly the black flag. Oh, all of the, everybody from all of the, the like, all the ships that were out. I felt like, yeah, all the Numenorean ships had to come for, like, this big death thing. You know how, like, hear? when the queen died, everyone had they, to like. How do they have call back to port? Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. They send boats out and they say the king's dead. You gotta come. You gotta come back and change your flags. That's like how we do. These old royal places are very big on procedure. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see the them queen's funeral the lasted like three weeks. You know. Maybe they just have like a big bell or like a big gong that they hit. 
They released a bunch of black doves. They have a death bell. I think it's going to be both, right, though? Because I feel like like they are setting up that, like, we need to restore the old ways or whatever she saw or whatever the king told her. So it's like, all right, the king's dead now. Everybody come back home. And also you're going to, we're going to rule by martial law probably. and be We're going to redecorate your ships. Oh, and we're getting flooded. Flood's coming. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't even notice that the flags were were black. Yeah, and okay. it was it was like a cool thing, and it was like a throwaway line, and that was what was frustrating because Walker didn't catch it either when we were watching, and the second when Farrison was like telling these people we were gonna, it was like in his meeting where he was talking about drawing the king. It, one of the first things he said was something about changing the black flags upon his death, and mm-hmm. then they just did this. And I was like, this is like a huge deal. I think it's easy to like myths though, because I think some of these wide shots of just these these uh cities or whatever kind of look the same. Like we cut to like the uh elf place, Calabrimbor's like lab, and I thought we were still supposed to be in Numenor for a second. Oh, same. They, that, they same all kind of like look like samey, and it's hard to know what to pay attention to because they're just CG pretty looking things or whatever. So yeah. I, I think it's easy to miss or misinterpret where we are and stuff because it happens. Yeah, I, totally agree. I didn't catch the flags in the harbor being black. I think one of the things that also would have helped is when they left, they were like the only ships. Um, so them being a whole bunch of ships in there, like have a bunch of those ships in the harbor also and have us see what those, what they, they more normally look like, all those ships in the, in the harbor. Um, I still think that there is some Palantir. Um, I guess I just don't want that to be it. <laughs> you know, when I'm finding my own connections in. I, in yeah, you're in rewriting the show to make it better, which is <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. The, the black it's flags. A co- it's a coping mechanism. Mike. I think it could be both. Yeah. Um, the black flags, in your defense, Mike, were very skinny. They're very skinny <laughs> flags. Hard yeah. to see. And we all More know like, like ribbons. Yeah, you gotta have a fat flag. You're used to those yeah. big old American flags. Big old fat they look flags. Like, they look like shadows on those uh, building details. Yeah. So mm. Yeah. But they are. That's why she was like freaking out, and that's why. Yeah, it was kind of a sad moment. Uh, so then we go to Oregon. <laughs> the land of Seth. All right, we're going to Oregon. Oh, we're going Jesus to Oregon. Christ. And this okay. is pretty much pretty much it. Uh, so. This is where they arrive uh, on horseback. He gets his Elvis medicine, and he's up within seemingly hours. Um, he and- rode with a life-threatening wound for like a week. That Bronwyn yeah. couldn't fix, even though they had just saved her life by pouring seeds in It's there. all a ploy. He's Sauron. He's faking it so he can get yes. to Calabrimbor. We know that, 100%. but I just don't know how he tricked everyone into being like, we can't even touch this wound. He's a trickster. He's that devilish wizard. Oh, he's a trickster. <laughs> and he's gone too far. <laughs> As he know it don't matter anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, and then he pops into the, the lab like, you know, this lab is so great. It is one of the best labs I've ever seen. Uh, I've heard all about this lab and its maker, and he's fantastic. Um, the, the guy who trained me, one of the best, not even couldn't even touch this guy, Caleb Brimbor. And is he is he around? As a matter of fact, he is. <laughs> Caleb Brimbor no. is. Are you telling me? Crying. He's like, someone <laughs> yeah. knows. Someone yeah. knows. 
Yeah, he's doing the thing where you hold up one hand and says stop, but then your other hand is like, come on, more. Keep going. (laughs) Stop. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, And then he just keeps throwing in these uh, little hints at at things. He's like, well, hear me out. What if there was some sort of alloy that could enhance the properties of the other the other metal um and he's like enhance <laughs> and then it was like it was like watching house you this know when is, someone mentioned yeah. something in house and he's like oh my god and it's like this eureka moment and it was such simple stuff for calibrimbor wasn't isn't calibrimbor supposed to be one of the greatest myths of all time mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. he couldn't think of doing the other thing that a smith. When <laughs> yeah. when he, when they brought it, when I said if they're just going to drop this in the puddle and it's going to sink in and make it, I said out loud, I was like, I think I'm going to be done with this show. And then all of a sudden they're like, blop, <laughs> blop. Yeah. To be fair, the blop I thought was really cool, making it look like the eye, the great eye, all-seeing eye of Sauron. I thought that was really cool. I was um, st- I was stunned, speechless. That that but was the, <laughs> but the, the yeah, I thought that there was going to be some elven magic, uh, some chanting, something, anything to kind of do this thing. And I still, for the life of me, I still don't understand what it's supposed they, to do. They, yeah, <laughs> they made what should have been really interesting and cool, like how elves make these magical rings look tedious and kind of like. I mean, there were some like nice visuals, but overall, like. They approached it very like it. It, it was like just bumbling, kind of like kind of like the elves couldn't get it right, and yeah, Sauron and had to step like, in and needs these call, small, call it a gift. Simple yeah. suggestion. Stop it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that that would be like the second thing he tries. Yeah. Like, that, would be the, that would be the first thing I tried. If we have like four days to get this right, I'd be like, let's just drop it in and see what happens. And then yeah, like there were no spells. It was just a cauldron. It was just hot metal. Drop the thing in, and anybody can do this. I guess like it didn't seem that interesting. No, but you need really good gold, Matt. You need really really good. Gold. I thought she was gonna have to go to Valinor. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, they're just using her dagger. I was like, oh here she goes, uh, season two. She's out at sea again. Go back to Valinor. <laughs> Uh, thank God that was not the case, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. At one point uh, there was I the. Couldn't, I was just saying I I couldn't get past how stupid they made Celebrimbor. Like it really lowers yeah. Celebrimbor's genius. The the level of help that he needed on this from this made up fictional character for the TV show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what sucks about it. Is like you no, know, they wrote this in. Like they <laughs> fucked with Celebrimbor just being like a mad genius uh for this and you know what like we have been following elrond i'm jumping ahead a teeny bit we've been following elrond this whole season i'm so happy he got a ring galadriel i can see why she got one i'm cool with it Celebrimbor, i'm like if this payoff is makes me not care about this at all this third ring and i think it's just because the only time we've ever seen him he sounds like a total idiot yeah, there was literally the the one moment that made me think of House, where uh, they're talking. It was right after there's an actual explosion, like they're just bubbling <laughs> around. It's like like Mary and Pippin messing with the fireworks. Yeah, that's uh, when I thought and, we were still in Numenor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they have that uh, little explosion, and then they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe we're just pushing ourselves too hard. And then it was like pushing ourselves too hard. Hmm? <laughs> and uh, Halbrand's like, what if you just tried like slowing down you know what you, maybe maybe yeah maybe we're just going too fast and color yeah. like yeah maybe it needs to be like coaxed 
yeah, so the I, it, it wasn't as cool as I was hoping it would be. I thought the rings look, themselves looked cool. I did like the the eye of Sauron in there. Um, I uh, I couldn't believe that we were like focusing on the rings for as long as we did. Like once they were finally complete, there was like a slow. It was, it was like a K's jewel ad. Like we were just on there for like so long, and I was like, all I'm thinking of this. All I'm thinking of while they're doing this is. This show is called The Rings of Power. Here's The Rings of Power. <laughs> Here's three of them. The you know, I totally just, I wanted more Rings of Power. In this uh-huh. whole if first season, I would have loved way more Rings of Power. They just tried to jam it into the last episode. I would have liked Wait, that spread out. I hear more season episodes. two has 50% more Rings of Power. I Just more rings. Give me more rings. <laughs> Give me more, more power. I want more rings. And I have to make them. So, you know, you're going to get more rings, I guess. Yeah, I want less boats and more rings. And Gilgalad wasn't on board with any of this. He had to be convinced by Elrond's like, please just give us a couple days. A couple days. Gilgalad was only race, supposed. Huh? He was supposed to get the. He was supposed to get one ring to rule the crown, all, right? He was supposed to get a crown. This is where I'm like, I don't understand how this helps keep the elves alive. All of the elves, because it was supposed to be like this one crown for all of Middle Earth, and they're like, well, you'll wear it. And he's like, no, I won't. Um, and yes, it should be circular so that the light bends in on itself and or something. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Calibrin Bar? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you saying, dude? You're the <laughs> goddamn sense. The narrative <laughs> oh, we're leaving. I can't <laughs> <this>. <laughs> the narrative surrounding the elves fading from the earth was so convoluted and had no basis in the reality of the show. That it just, I, I felt like we forgot about it by the end. Like, are we supposed to believe that Galadriel, Elrond, and Kelimberbor are keep, now keeping the elves alive? Is that it? Yes. You bet That's you insane. Guess. What's yeah, I mean, so insane about that, Stacey? <laughs> well, if you watch... <laughs> what do you uh, not get? Good radiation. It's like good radiation, right? Like, if there's a radiated... Uh, fucking nickel in your house you're gonna die like in a couple years but if there if it's like good radiation like magic radiation then everybody who's around it like i guess lives a decent but they still have to go to valinor you know this in in lord of the rings like they don't stay here forever so like this is a clock this sounds like a beach boy song i thought about this good radiation (laughs) i thought about this as we're talking and i have my own explanation for how this works okay and okay, JRR. Yeah. With it. Here goes this Mike is, rewriting the show again. Here's okay, spoilers. The pyroclastic flow. So, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> uh, in the final season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there is this scythe, which is a, a weapon. Uh, and it had, and contained within this weapon is the power of the Slayer. Uh, and there's then there's all these potential slayers out there, all these people that if Buffy were to die, one of them could then become the new slayer. Follow me so far? Uh, is so, the scythe one of those things that the Grim Reaper uses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah I'm there with you. Okay. Uh, so this scythe has this, this power. Um, and they have Willow, who is a witch, and one of those powerful, powerful witches around. Uh, so they hatch this plan to take all of these potential slayers and make them slayers. And the way in which they do this is to cast the spell, taking this scythe, all the power of this, all the power of the slayer that is contained within this and spreading it out 
to all of the potential slayers. So they they are all then at full slayer power. So in my mind now, what those rings do is sort of the same thing. The only thing is that it was a cutscene in my mind where they cast a spell that then takes the power of the life-giving mithril contained within these rings and spread it to all of the elves. So that's how this works. That's how it works. The that's key works. is in Buffy the, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode 43. What they should have done, <laughs> and if, if I'm rewriting the show, I, I would have just had them put the rings on and in the bottom corner written dying and just faded it into living. A, a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, living they, slash spreading to all else. And then I would have no complaints. Or they put them on and then you start hearing like, slowly building, glowing from them and then spreading yeah. out like a sonic boom. A little montage of elves being like, oh, I'm feeling better. Yeah. I feel I had a cold awake. and now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all the stones in my tree are fine. Daddy, I can walk again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, elves bless us, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you, Aluvatar. Yeah. Uh, anything more within... within? Oh, yeah, of course, the um, Galadriel, as Celebrimbor is talking, he's like, hey, he's like quoting Halbrand word for word, and she's she's looking like, wait a second, something, something's wrong here. This was his idea, and Celebrimbor was like, no, those are my words. <laughs> no, <this laughs> I was think my it was idea. definitely <laughs> me who said that. I'm pretty sure I'm the author of those quotes. I wrote that. We yeah, should like have power, had a 20-minute 20 minute black and white cut of Callum Brimbor just doing silent Charlie Chaplin comedy because I think that he could have done it with how bumbling he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely they definitely did a disservice to Callum Brimbor uh, through here. If you know anything about the about the books, um, even if you don't know anything about the books, he starts that scene talking about what a great craftsman Callum Brimbor is, and then he's just like, "Hey, have you tried this? Have you tried that?" And he's like. Actually, no, I've just been kind of sitting here. Mm. I haven't tried What's anything. What's gold again? <laughs> Metallurgy <laughs> yeah. 101. Yeah. yeah. What is it this forging you speak of? Yeah. Spell um, that word for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so then Galadriel, getting all sus, is she gets one of her interns to <laughs> look some stuff up. And even he's like, he, he clearly does not want to do this. Oh, no. He's, He's like, like when you go to McDonald's and ask for uh, a milkshake, and they're like, "It's broke." And are like, you sure it's or or even like Tommy, Tommy boy, you sure it's closed with the kitchen? And he's like, Let me check. Yep, it's closed. Um, and he's like, "No, we." I gotta tell you, Galadriel, the the records in that period kind of like, super thin. We're not gonna find it. Just go. Like, go. go to the library yourself, Galadriel. I'm a little busy pacing. Yeah, she's asking him to get into the microfiche. Yeah, uh, which I would have loved that cutscene, just uh, just that guy going through some microfiche. I would have loved Galadriel going through old documents, like that paralleled the way Gandalf was going mm -hmm. through documents. Like if we're gonna like echo the show a little bit and bring like little pieces here and there, and like I'm fine with that, but like do it for the cool moments, you know? But also, could are, have yeah, have her smoking a pipe and going through. <laughs> She was otherwise, I guess, trying to slow down progress by being like, maybe we call it a day. Like, that's what she was doing instead mm -hmm. of looking for the evidence herself. Halbert, every time he turns around, she's looking at Kelber and she's like, cut it, 
cut. <laughs> he turns back around and she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all physical the, comedy. You can't see me. How'd you feel about the confrontation with, uh, once she does find that information out and she confronts him about, uh, that, that king died thousands of years ago. That line is broken. And he's like, well, you know, I kind of told you the truth. I said that I found this on a, on a dead guy. I said, that this, I didn't want to go. I, and he kind of lays it all out for her. And she's like, yeah, well, we fought against the same enemy, my enemy and yours, that are. Um, how he didn't well, necessarily lead her to do any of those things. And a lot of it was on her. There's, there's, you know, there's a little film. I don't know if you guys have seen it. The Sixth Sense where I don't want to spoil it, but the, the, the end really gets it right in a sense. Like if you've never seen it before mm-hmm. uh, and the reveals that, that come visually in that movie reveal things to you that you wouldn't think twice about. Everything Sauron reveals to Gladriel are all things that we've all thought multiple times, twice, three times over of how suspicious they were. And so when his reveal is like, yeah, you didn't ask me questions about this. And uh, basically you were the one doing that the whole time. I was just like, yeah, I know. Like, why the fuck didn't she ask these basic ass questions about his past or like question his motives earlier? It was just because she was mm-hmm. like, you know, so it just really wasn't a satisfying reveal in the way that the yeah. show wanted yeah. it to be. But we also had the curse slash blessing of being like, is this guy Sauron the whole time? Where that wasn't the case maybe for the movie. Yeah. I actually was good with the reveal itself. Uh, the way it played out, their conversations were so emotionally charged. I have been saying for the past eight weeks now, I love their chemistry personally. And I th- thought that that really mm-hmm. shone through really in this scene. Eager to see them. And I just, I love, I ship Halbrand and Gladriel. And I really loved him, like the proposals that he's giving to her. I like how it echoed her, you know, what the crazy sea witch lady she becomes in the movie mm, with Frodo um, and the temptation yeah I thought it all made sense in terms of this conversation mm-hmm. my problem is why in the hell we're doing this why are these showrunners making Sauron a character that we might feel any sort of complexity about because Sauron, in terms of Tolkien, is not a morally ambiguous character. He is evil. He is an evil character, and that is what Tolkien presents to us in everything that he does. His All of his works are about goodness and badness, light and evil, unequivocally so. Why are we introducing concepts like, oh, Galadriel wants to genocide the orcs. Let's feel bad about the orcs. Oh, Sauron... You know, he does have a point here. He might He's just want to create order. Just a misunderstood Dark Lord. It, I just don't get why <laughs> we're doing this. Like, this is so infuriating. Like, I don't see why there's, why what the point is in doing this at all. I feel like it undermines the concepts of Tolkien. And it mm. just feels wrong to me. Yeah, I was all right with it. Um, but I get that 100%. Uh, but within the context of the show, if you don't know anything else, um, I think it's okay. Here's the thing. I feel like the dream sequences were a little long-winded, sure. which kind of uh, kind of disrupted the potency of that moment. I was kind of confused about like, is Galadriel dreaming? Is did Sauron just like put like a spell or something on her? Like. 
obviously he was like controlling her in some way, but it was just like too long winded. Um, yeah. On top of, I think this move will, I guess, in my opinion, will be best. Like I need to like watch the show again to see like, Oh, do these steps actually amount to him being Sauron? Like just having watched these episode once, it doesn't, but maybe if you watch it again, I don't know, but I'm not, I think the rewatchability of this show is pretty low. Um, but it's something I would be interested in doing just to see, like, does this line up in some kind of way? I think that uh, all those things for me, as we've discussed through this podcast, I think that those signs are there for this to be the case. Um, but with that said, it calls into question a lot of other stuff, why he did certain things the way that he did them. How um, was, did he use a plantier to see certain things to get himself into certain positions? Cause it seems like he's just floating around, you know, and expecting some things to happen or hoping. Well, for I guess, best. and I guess that's what I'm referring to. Not necessarily that he is Sauron, but why Sauron would be doing the things that he did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like she finds in the opening episode in the opening scene she finds this huge castle like of darkness in the snow where orcs were being maybe tortured or or whatever with like maps like it's like an evil genius lair and then when we meet Sauron he's floating on a raft like it just doesn't add up as yeah. to like what he's up to I also agree with Kelly like those scenes were really long I personally really liked the scene of her and her brother it was just like very emotional and I I was into that, but then when they were bobbing unevenly on a raft, like that was so inelegantly shot that it was like, I was out of it again. Like it, that, it was just in and out of this. I think it was too long. I think I didn't like the way they were shot, especially the end of them being on the raft. It was shot like very jarring close-ups where they're like looking into camera with like a slightly like too wide of like a lens so their their faces are kind of warped a little bit like the, the slightest amount um and that that was strange uh but i did like what was like i did like his propositions for her and like it it, it kind of made sense and it was cooler like i'm glad it wasn't just like a sword fight or something um and that it was i just think it could have been more interesting like we're going into mind land like be more intense and be more like it just like kelly said like it just kind of felt long and drawn out like like that's a moment that's a those are that's a sequence where i should be feeling like tense and scared and like nervous and i should be like no resist it galadriel like don't give in um mm. or like fuck you sauron uh or something like that and it just overall just kind of like okay and then it, like literally like the way we get out of it wasn't like interesting either it's just like Galadriel like just gets like oh drowning. she's been drowning this whole time yeah. well I think if it's like if you're gonna have a sequence there should be more than two of them because two is a little awkward it's like I guess I wish instead of just being on a raft and talking about this like let's go there let's yeah. go to Mordor let's go to these places Mordor. let's like see these things instead of like talking about them. Um, I, I wanted her to go with him, to be honest, by the end of that, I was like, glad you're making some strong points. Like you could be a queen. Like, yeah, I was kind of like, yeah. Queen. and I don't, I just don't like that. I felt that way, you know, <laughs> like 
I just think that the inherent magnetism of Sauron is not a good thing. I think you're just really, yeah. you just want to jump Sauron's bones and now you feel guilty <laughs> about it. And you're like, this. and I'm blame it's everyone else's <laughs> problem, but mine. A couple other quick, quick thoughts on, <laughs> on this. I think that the, they were. Bring me back to Christianity. <laughs> I think those scenes were long. Um, I would have, uh, it's interesting, Matt, you say that you're glad it wasn't sort of like a, a just a fight or anything. Um, they spent some sections of this show, this season, talking about and showing what a great warrior Galadriel was. And the only, she comes face to face with uh, Sauron here, and we get like one, she goes to do one thing, and he just stops her, and then we're in Mindland. Give me a couple couple more. Give me a couple more swings. Let her, let, let us see how ineffective she is against and then, um, against yeah. Sauron, and then go into Mindland, and then make those scenes a little bit shorter. Oh, God, can we talk about where we end up with Hallbrand yet? Because uh, One second. <laughs> um, so, yes, we do have those rings. We do have Vilia, Naria, and Nenya. Um, and I think it's Naria, right, that ends up with Gandalf. Uh, Nenya ends up with Galadriel, and Vilia ends up with Elrond. Is that correct? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. All right. I don't know. What do I host? A Lord of the Rings podcast? <laughs> I keep on thinking you're saying Nanya. Yeah, Nanya. 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 Galadriel oh, was the we prettiest. We didn't talk about Elrond's delivery of the word Galadriel when Galadriel comes back. I was really Galadriel. Looking was it? Gal- how does he? Galadriel? Galadriel. 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 Matt, how does, how does he say it? Uh, I I can't do it. I, I was really counting on you guys to call it out, but it's, it's just it's just the it's just the sloppiest rolled R, just like a Galadriel. Galadriel. It's like so. She's <laughs> drowning. He doesn't have time to pronounce everything correctly. Yeah. No, it was when it was when she came back from the Southlands for the first oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's Galadriel? the other thing with uh, Elrond. He then gets suspicious of Galadriel. Um, because she doesn't come out and fully say what the deal is. All she does is just after she gets the news, she runs back trying to, you know, stop it, shut it down. Um, yeah. Before she even gets to the, even try and do that, which she doesn't do, she, which I thought she was going to be like, Ixnay on the abduction prey. By the um, way, our friend Sauron, uh, <laughs> he was just yeah. here. Let's not invite him back. Yeah. Why? But everything he was he was so helpful. Like I understand. Caleb Brimbor's like, I thought yeah. he was great. I, I have his email address and I will be asking him for tips on Smith. He was great for me to bounce ideas off of. We <laughs> have a, yeah, we have a we have a bro date next week. Yeah. Um, was like totally cool. I'll just go ahead and smith these alloys myself. <laughs> this one goes in. This one? I'll be careful. I know it's hot. No, it would have been better if he was like, yeah, totally. Like, we won't invite him back. And we just cut to him. And he's like a like a wooden carbon box with like a beautiful gold ring inside that just is like for yeah. Albrecht. <laughs> we were... Fine. They made him so bumbling that we were like minutes away from a scene like was in Two Towers where he's doing with the fire. Um moving the gunpowder over to the fire and, and uh, Saruman's like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, doesn't yeah. Kellen Brimbor help Sauron forge the one ring or am I mistaken about that? I think he forges that on his own. Yeah, he does. Um, oh, okay. The, I, thought he helped. Rings, I thought he helped him. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the 
books, uh, he takes the shape of something something else and another um, another name as an elf uh, and helps Celebrimbor for. He just keeps going back to Celebrimbor, like in <laughs> in like the glasses and nose and mustache disguise. <laughs> yeah. What if we did this next? You remind me so much of someone. I just is can't. the great amazing Celebrimbor here. Oh, <laughs> it's you, good sir. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Can I help you at all? Uh, and yeah, so Alrond is suspect about um what's going on because <clears throat> Galadriel will not give him the full full story. So he goes and he finds the scroll that's still laying by the river, which again, I would have thought that in Lindor or Region, wherever they are, um that they have people, they have a cleanup crew that's going around and just cleaning shit up. But no, there it's just litter all over the place, apparently. Um so he finds this scroll. Uh, gets the news, runs back to find that the production is pretty much done. We got rings of power now. And it seems like he might have gone to stop it, but no one stops it. No one stops it. And well, Sauron he gets swept says up something. in the ring. Yeah. Uh, Sauron kind of says something like that. He's like, you don't have to lie to them. Just let it keep happening. Let it keep going. Let them, <laughs> let them keep being made. Just um, let this whole thing play out. Well, she kind of does. As she does say, like, all right, we're going to do this, but it's just for us. Just mm-hmm. for ourselves, nobody else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what you think. Because there will soon be one ring to rule them all. And in the darkness, bind them. Um, yeah, so then we go to Mordor, where Halbrand is checking out his new digs. Where he simply walks into Mordor. <laughs> In a cloak, in a hooded cloak. This show really hates geography. To episodes, no. <laughs> like it really wants to just land on stinker notes. The past couple of <laughs> it's, it's a like... ending that is two towers reminding, reminding me of two towers. Yeah. Was it two towers? With that ends with um, yeah. that kind of image. Yeah, it when looks like an Evanescence album cover. <laughs> Yeah, that's Bring that's unfair to Evan. Wake me up. Wake me up. <laughs> wake me up inside. Can't wake up. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. He looked so it looked so fucking corny. I couldn't get over it. Just like I was good with it. Uh no, I, I is a Region like, that close to Mordor? That's the other main thing within this entire season, yeah, but yeah, in this episode specifically, I had no idea how much time has passed at any point. It seemed like it needed to have been months, but also I think we set up that the elves were going to die in like months. So, like, yeah, they would have already left by. Gilgalad kept checking his watch. And like, I get it. You don't want the audience to sit and watch people travel. It like kills the narration, it kills the pacing. But at the same time, like, that was a huge part of the last season of Game of Thrones' problem too, was the pacing and people were just teleporting from here to there. It really takes you out of any sort of like building up any tension or allowing you to explore this world. It, it cuts it short. Mm-hmm. Use that text one month later, two months later, next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like show yeah. Halbrand with like a beard and then we'll be like, yeah. oh, it's been a while. They just keep putting that text up where it says one month later and they scratch it out two months later. <laughs> like, well, Galadriel, it's also like costumes. It's like Galadriel's wearing the same dress that she was like dream drowning in. 
the whole oh my time. God, hold on, though. That green dress was probably my favorite part of the season. It was, it was really nice. It was stunning. I it looked really nice on it. her. Yeah. Gorgeous. That was a really pretty dress. Number one costume of the season. It was very pretty. Right. We are. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you, Kelly? I did. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a no, but a yes. Um, yeah. So we're going to begin to wrap this up with some winners and losers of the week. Uh, so we'll do the losers first. Kelly? Um, Galadriel, because uh, she she's kind of responsible for... She, yeah, she's responsible for kind of everything that goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Or a lot of the things that go wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And especially, yeah, I just can't imagine how she must be feeling knowing that she's been so heavily deceived and taken so many people with her in this deception. Um, so pretty hard blow to the Galadriel. Well, they were all of them deceived. Uh, yeah. And I did enjoy, I did like that moment where Sauron, after it's revealed that he's Sauron and they have that thing and she turns him down, uh, the whole queen thing. And she says, well, how, how do you think they're going to feel when, when they find out that Sauron lives because of you? Yeah, you will die because of me. Yeah, I like that. That sucks. Yeah, I also enjoyed the reflection moment where they kind of share the reflection of them, and you see him as Sauron. I thought that was cool. That's when I was um, kind of like, just say yes. See what this is. <laughs> see, just, this is glad you're. We're saying yes to things more often. Like, let's just see where this goes. Let's see. Yes, and. Who's your loser? Uh, my loser, loser of the week is the queen regent, whose name I still don't know because she Muriel. is Muriel. Um, because you know, even though she's like promising vengeance, I'm sorry, Matt. I took Matt's very clearly based on his face. <laughs> oh. I mean, her, her dad is dead. Her eyes are gone. <laughs> um, you know, things are not going great. Her pet's heads are falling off. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt. Who is your loser? Uh, I very quickly thought of a backup, so that's fine. My boy is Sadduck. I'm sad that mm, he's gone. That stinks. Yeah. He's the only casualty in that 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 matchup. I guess from the, the Harfoots yeah, felt yeah. like uh, you know I'm all here for uh, Poppy's great and everything, but she got like that that woman like threw like three crescent moon daggers at her and somehow <laughs> missed every time. It was like. They, are these people really powerful? Shouldn't they have just killed that kid? There was no reason to not kill that Harfoot kid. Anyway, um, I'm glad Pop, and all that said, glad Poppy's alive. Sad that Sadek's dead. Yeah, uh, yeah bummer. Uh, related to that, I don't have but one loser. I have the losers three, and that is the Sauronettes. Uh, for, they had one job. Mm. They had one job. Find, train, Sauron. Their dark lord. Clearly, they are. They they waited their entire lives for this. Yeah, for this who moment. sent them? Were did they just were birthed into existence to find this power? Uh, I don't think they were sent by anybody. What I think is that they are just holdovers from that from that time, mm. and they've been waiting and looking at the signs, and they saw the comet, and they thought that that was him, uh, and and followed it, and they fucked up. Stacy, it's very uh, and now they're back to the Shadowland. They weren't sent by anybody. If you go back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer season <laughs> episode. Tell me that that's not a good explanation for what I've never seen it. And now I feel like if this is like extra reading, I got to go watch Buffy to understand. Yeah, I think that's a great explanation, but I don't 
like to have to work that hard to make a show make sense. No, you, know? you don't. But for our purposes here and for our listeners, they now have a fill in the gaps sort of, um, okay, that'll work for my brain. Or good radiation. Oh, that's the radiation. Beach Boys. I'm picking <laughs> no, up good know. radiations. Yeah. Doing the Marky know. Mark. Yeah, I was going gotcha. to Mark. Yeah. Sure. And the funky bunch. No, no, I got you. Yeah. For the youth, you know, maybe just gonna listen to the <laughs> for the youths that are in their mid forties. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, who is your? Did you give your loser? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. you went. Oh, those are own winners. Yeah. Um, winners, Matt. Okay, winners, Kellebrimbor for failing upwards. Way to go, my dude. <laughs> you apparently didn't know shit. You got away with it for super long by being a hero to the album people with your skills. Clearly, your assistants were doing all the work. And your boy Sauron comes in, gives you the missing ingredient. Turns out it was just different metal. So good job, Kellebrimbor. <laughs> yeah, Kellebrimbor would have been a great loser as well. Uh, Stacy. Um, I want to go Elrond. Um, he really just doesn't lose. He can't miss. Everything he does is a victory. Um, he gets a ring at the end. He saves Galadriel. He figures out who Sauron is. I, I think he's doing great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelly. Um, Sauron. Uh, mm-hmm. I th- he, I mean, yeah, he got caught eventually, but uh, he did some damage and he made it home i don't he's got a lovely new loft (laughs) yeah Yeah. he's got a he's got a very spacious one volcano um Mm -hmm. so yeah no pyroclastic flow um yeah so it's uh looking good for him there's definitely going to be some sort of confrontation with those two adar and adar and yeah, Sorry. is that who he was referencing when he was like, I fought my enemy too? Adar is like, Seems just like, like a, a rival bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm yeah. so team Adar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Are we gonna see more of Paul Brand? Is he gonna like look like that? He should look like something else. I hope so. Guy. <laughs> I know Stacey's open for that it. That actor is incredible. I don't even know his mm-hmm. name. I thought he did a fantastic job. Is there? uh okay just give me somebody else uh, if he's a shapeshifter why is he going to keep that shape it makes no sense for him to keep that shape yeah. keep the shape. Else. Uh, my <laughs> i'll tell you what i winner, do with that shape uh, we know winner, we get thirsty for all my winner is you know him as the stranger uh we'll probably know him soon as gandalf um he got his got his memories back some of his memories back doesn't have everything he's not totally fully there at this point um took out the um the cult took care of them and they were pretty powerful uh for someone who's just kind of regaining their their powers so the, you know good good on him there saved his most of his his buds uh and has a companion for his road to rune and he's good yeah mike more than anything he is good he is he good is good yeah he's like groot except he says i am good <laughs> yeah good <laughs> Yeah. I am good. Just, just have him yeah. say nothing instead, you know? <laughs> Fine with it. All right. What are the um, odds? Real quick. What is the... Per- <laughs> Stacy? do some math real quick. Right, what is the Kathy. What is the percentage of the stranger not being Gandalf? 
zero. But it's not solid. Look at that. Amazing. I did the math. <laughs> Stacey, all right, Stacia, there are people out there who are still not convinced that mm-hmm. he's Gandalf. Yeah, there well, who are is those... he? Gandalf's like dad. Like, are do wizards all say the same things? People, I, I feel like that. they're still thinking that they could be Radagast or a blue wizard. A blue wizard, yes, uh, yes. There are those. There are those that dwell in the mountain. No, uh, there, <laughs> there are people dwell that in think, behind their computers. Yeah, uh, they think that they are blue wizards because they are, I think, around that time uh, and they are not fully explored and it would be a good opportunity to develop something, something new, which leads me to believe probably Gandalf. Um, so it's, if it's not Gandalf, then this is kind of a waste of time. Well then just say, Agreed. I don't want to do. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be guessing who everybody is this whole time. Yeah. If you tell you me someone no is... more, no more guessing about who characters really are. And I said this like 10 <laughs> episodes ago, I said, if we're, if this whole show is us guessing who people are, then it's a weak show. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely. It doesn't have, have have a real have your own story. Don't make yeah. invent, the invent that, them in my head. Yeah, you mean the show that crossed out Southlands and put Mordor in it, and then didn't write anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, have the technology. Yeah, yeah, and give us more maps in season two. More right. maps. So, more maps. Uh, yes. Uh, so that'll do it for the season finale, season one, episode eight, Alloyed of the rings of power. We're going to take a little bit of time off, a couple of weeks off, maybe a little bit more, um, maybe a year. we got plenty of time. Uh, now we'll be back in a few weeks and we'll have a wrap up episode on season one. Uh, then we will, will release our awards episode for the two towers finally. Uh, and then sometime after that, we'll get started on the return of the King. Um, we have two years until a new episode of this show. So there is going to have, there's going to be sporadic content. So make sure that you know you smash that subscribe button, um, whatever you need to do to follow us and keep track of when we're releasing episodes because it will now be very inconsistent. We're just all going to read the Silmarillion and check in like a book club every <laughs> every yeah. month, once a month. Yeah, I want to do well, special episodes like talk about what a spin off, what spin offs people would have of of this uh, sitcoms whatever it might be focus have character focused episodes where we talk about different different moments uh from the from the film franchise fan fiction all of that crazy shit uh do those episodes where we're talking about just the merch it is a gift uh things, i mean it's gonna take us lines. a year to get through return of the king right so, like with all yeah. our episodes so there really <laughs> won't be that much <laughs> downtime yeah We'll have a few months left. All right. So thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Matt, uh, for completing this fellowship as we went through this season. I enjoyed the ride. And I'm looking forward to uh, the final episode of this season in the time to come. And thank you all for listening. You can still go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast, and we'll start that contest over again. Bye-bye.